listening to a cool truth podcast production What's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth Baby, we're back. AEW Dynamite Review Show, Retromania Podcast Network. Back with you, I'm AC. With me, the one and only White House. What's up, my brother? What's up? What's up? Fired up, ready to go. Fired up for many different reasons, of course. But ready, 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 ready to go. I do have a question, though. Yes. Uh, I, I do... Um, do you know, we didn't get into this at the, with the, uh, with the, uh, post show. Okay. Cause we had a lovely, lovely, uh, special guest and we had a trio. Waiting for truth. Shout out, show. baby. Yes. Yes. Had a Dude, that, if you, I'm not, not to cut you off, but if you haven't listened yeah. yet, we did do a double or nothing post show. It is up on retro mania. It's also up on cool truth. You guys can check it out. Um, it was awesome. Blading for Truth, the one and only Hollywood Jeff Edwards, uh, joined us for that. It was a lot of fun, so check that out. Go ahead with your point, sir. But the last thing about Double or Nothing. Yes. One of the last things we talked about on our pre-show was you wanted me to keep track of each match. So I have a question for you, sir. And we didn't get into this is because... You're only bringing this up because you won. You're only bringing this up because you won. I know that. So what? What? what what's the statistics? Do you know how many matches you got correct at Double or Nothing? Uh, all head. right. Give me uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, three. Th- okay, I was about to say three or four. Yeah, yeah. three. Do you know how many I got? Six. Five. Okay. So all right. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So he wins the prize. So, and here's the thing. If it, and, and, and <coughs> oh man! See, see what hap- See what happens when you challenge the king. You start choking. Go. I can't even. You can't. You can't even pollen. go. You say, "Listen, it's the force." God damn pollen the force is choking away. you. Get it out. Get it out. All right. So, <laughs> the most important of these sti- these statistics that I keep, I kept. Was the two matches specifically we went different in? I okay. was two and zero. Oh. That's all that matters. All right, bring, what 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 matches were these? Uh, Grand Wizard of all things AEW. <laughs> okay, I did pick Rose. I did. Yep. Cody and Archer. That's true. I did. I was wrong on both of them. So ah yes. No, so no, that that and a cookie will get you a surgical mass in 2020. So have fun, brother. Hey, listen. Coming home and wiping toddlers' butts every night. I'll take an attaboy when I can get it. I'm myself an attaboy. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> I want to go that far, but thanks anyway. But no. Um, you know, I, you know how I, they I, call uh, you know how they call um, Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania the Nerd King. You're like <laughs> his Nerd King jester. <laughs> so, 
I just wanted to throw it out there because I had such a great time with uh, with Edwards on there. Uh, shout out yeah, to it was the a blast. podcast. And uh, yes. um, that was a good time. It was actually our first well, time. Well, Edwards, Edwards is. One another. I enjoyed it, AC. So it was a good cool. idea on your half. And uh, um, so, Edwards, if you listen in, I had a great time. We actually agreed a lot. He, he, honestly, I thought it would be fucking cool, man. I, I thought it would work out well because um, in, in the past when we've podcasted with other people who kind of have strong opinions on the other side, he's almost like the middle guy. He, he yeah. you know, he, you know, he might agree with me on one thing or agree with you on the other thing, but he's not, you know, literally I podcasted with the guy probably hundreds of times not probably definitely hundreds of times i think we got into one argument it was about cm punk it was a stupid argument it was nonsense i don't even know if it even made air um who knows back then uh but anyway um i thought he'd be a good kind of down the middle logical um addition to that that situation plus he's transitioning back from short youtube um, stuff into long into the long format podcasting thing. So I was uh, I was helping him knock off the rust. See, I'm a man of the people. I try to help people when I can. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, it was a good time. Uh, it was, I thought it was a good interaction. I think we started out a little slow. We're all three of us trying to find our way. I haven't listened back. Show. So uh, okay, throughout the show, I thought it was a great show and I had a good time and and. Uh, um, it was definitely well worth staying up because I had to be up early in the next morning. So oh, it was we were well worth it. I, me and Edwards uh, talked for like another 45 minutes after you got not, awesome. not on air. We were just kind of bullshitting. But anyway, awesome. um, the thing is when you um, – and this is probably boring to the listener, but I'll just throw it out there anyway. When you're doing – like we're doing you know, a two-man podcast. Obviously, we're not in the same room. We're doing this over uh, – you know over technology, over the media, over Skype, whatever. Um, so adding a third person or a fourth person in, although it's nice to get all the perspectives, uh, not being in the same room, it's sometimes you it, it gets a little choppy. So yeah. it, it can get difficult, but I, I, I thought we maneuvered it well. I'll, I have, to li- did, yeah. I'll have to listen yeah, to it back. It um, I'm going to spend a lot of time in the car over the next few days, so I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably – I'll probably listen back to it. I have to say one thing before we get into the the AEW stuff. Um, uh, I watched the the last Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker, or whatever the hell they called it. Yeah, it, dude, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I, I, oh my god! It, did, did the WWE creative write that? That that uh, that movie was awful. I don't. We don't have to get into details. I it just it, I was thinking about it when you were talking earlier, and I'm like, this movie, that movie sucked. <laughs> anyway, I'm just telling you, well, if you haven't seen what, it yet, that trilogy, I'm not telling over the franchise. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna leave it at this, and we'll get into dynamite. I texted this to Edwards. I texted him. I go, I want to live in a world where there's episodes four through six, and the rest is my imagination. And that's how I feel about Star Wars. So we'll leave it at that. Um, AEW Dynamite, though, um, May twenty seventh, Wednesday night. Uh, here Wednesday we go. Night. We're yes. we're yep. we're at we're at Daly's place still. We got the Pyros. Uh, yep. They have a bunch of the uh, talent in the crowd who are uh, invested and in making noise. It's working. It's not. 
It, I'm not trying to tell you it gives the effect of a full crowd or the energy of a full they crowd. They were loud it, tonight. It clearly does. They're, they're loud, but it, it's, a, it's a different kind of energy. Yeah. But the background noise works. And overview, I thought the show was very good. Yes. There was two segments that would have gotten a huge, huge live crowd reaction had they been able to have it. Um, yes. And I just, I don't blame them because great, they're trying great. to give I, I you. Great, but yes, I know it too, yeah. They're trying to give you great content. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're yeah. trying to give you that great content. And they can't wait because you just don't know when. So yeah. I don't I don't blame them for moving forward like they have already with you know with Hardy Brody um, uh, Lance Archer uh, Cage now uh, all that stuff so they are where they are they're giving you that good that really good content it's not the same we get it I'm getting used to their the way they're doing it honestly I'm not gonna lie I can't wait till fans are back but dude this is a solid two hours of wrestling programming. Uh, yes. it's, it's, I, I wouldn't call it great. I wouldn't call it perfect. I would call it very good. I would call it entertaining. And at the end of the day, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I don't feel like I'm wasting two hours of my life watching AEW Dynamite. And that's why I continue to watch it. And I continue yeah. to watch it live for the most part too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, it's a great two hours and two hours goes by extremely fast for me. I usually start it. A little, a little later, so I could start fast forwarding through some of the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, the, the two hours goes by extremely fast. It really is. And I thought tonight's show was good, with two exceptions. Kind of disappointed we didn't get a, anything from Brody Lee or Lance Archer, mm-hmm. um, especially with Lance. You could done a video package with Snake showing how pissed off he is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Want something. Yeah. Give me something. Um, because they're so good Here's what the I'm video say. packages with Archer. I, yeah. I agree. I agree with you on on both fronts in a sense. But let me see what we get over the next two weeks. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you you would have liked something tonight, but if they knock it out of the park over the next two weeks, I think that goes away. Goes Plus, away. the one thing I will say is, if you've been watching AEW since the beginning. This is almost their format. They don't give you they there's sometimes they don't give you things that you expect or you're looking for. Yeah. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yes. Right. But it didn't I would have rather seen them. Yes. But did it surprise me that some of this stuff was left out? No, because it seems to be their format and I think I think the idea behind it, and I could be 100% wrong if we ever got Tony Khan on, which we probably never will, but it would be amazing if we did. Um, I would ask him this. Is that done by design so that your two or three big segments take all the... They're the that's the big thing people are talking about. If you add in two or three more, now it's there's so much to talk about. Those spots become less special. I think they want those two or three special spots to be the spotlight, so they back off of other things. I, it just just an observation. I could be one hundred percent wrong. Yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. And the theory of let's see what happens in the next two weeks. You forget about it. You are one hundred percent sure, one hundred percent positive on that. I, I totally agree. But it's just coming off the the, the big push they both had. 
specifically with Archer with the video packages, you want to hide out Bro- Brody Lee? Okay, I get it. You know, it's a whole cult thing. Uh, I'm with that, you know. But uh, something from Archer, that's just me being selfish because I enjoyed. I, I want to see Archer every week, of course. Right. You know what I mean? That, I've enjoyed seeing that. So um, it just, you know what it does is, with me, it just, what it does is it resonates with the conversation the three of us were having uh, at our, on our post show. Well, you're worried. You're worried about where they're going to go. Next. Right. I agree. You know, and I agree. Just, that piece just sticks out a little bit more. But you're right. You know that is this is their mo. Let's see how it plays out. But my natural first reaction is, shit, man. Where's Brody? Where's Archer? I, I, I think you know? they're fo- again. I think their focus was on three main things. Yeah. And as we get to this. As we get through the show, we'll point them out. I mean, anybody who watched it, I mean, you're probably boom, 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 right off the top of your head what they are. But uh, bring us through the show. Let's let's get started and let's start let's start breaking it down here, man. Yeah, man. You know, we started. They started doing the video packages normal for the pay per view. You saw some highlights of the pay per view for those who didn't see it. Um, But we jump right in. When I was I was pretty excited about this one. They announced the opening match is going to be the Bucks. And Hardy versus Private Party and Joey, so it goes into a, a video from the uh, uh, earlier in the day, and it shows the Elite with Matt, and you know you see Hangman do his thing, and Kenny follows suit and follows Hangman out, and you saw. Wait, can I ask you Matt. one question as you're yeah. moving on? Yeah, yeah. It, was uh, was Hangman Page wearing a mask? No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering because. I mean, apparently you have to eat his ass if you don't want to wear one, but he wasn't wearing one. Oh, amazing how that works. Carry on. <laughs> and so you, you you heard Nick. It was Matt. It was Matt. Matt asked Hardy if he could be a different Hardy. So he saw him do his variation thing again, and he went old school Matt and uh, uh, spot monkey Matt. And <laughs> yeah. so that – I love that. I, I I love that line that they threw out there. Especially, cool. especially going with the Bucks, it's it's kind of fitting because of the, you know, the uh, Buck hater. Yeah. Twitter mafia. The spot monkeys. Yeah. Making spot that. monkey Matt go. Yeah, they're trolling. Yeah. <laughs> it was good though. It was good. Yeah. So so you saw them come out, and you saw you know. So part, private party comes out and Joey's got his pigtails. It looks so fucking weird when he does that. And so uh, solid match, I thought. I like again. I, it goes back. I like the multiple Hardy thing he's he's doing. Uh, I liked uh, like how they pan and show you who's in the crowd. And uh, I thought private party did a. And this goes back to what we were talking about, so folks. If you want to go back and listen to our post show, one of the things we mentioned about private party was they look a little rusty. This match, they did not look rusty. I thought they looked, uh, maybe it's who they were in the ring with. Kudos to the Bucks back after 90 days or so. Um, I thought this was a good match, went back and forth. But I thought Private Party looked uh, much better this time around than they did the post-show of the pay-per-view. The pre-show, you mean? Yes, pre-show, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Um, I-, I think it's twofold. I think... Uh... You know, they haven't worked in a while. Um, And this is all going to sound like excuses, but fine. I'm going to make excuses for them. They haven't worked in a while. Probably a little bit rusty. Pay-per-view, big spot. You're the first match. 
I, I know it's pre-show, but you're still the first match. Uh, you haven't worked a lot with not a lot of fans in there. Maybe there's some mildew on the road. You know, you know what I'm saying? Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand they've had some botchy spots in the in, in the past too. So it's that's not all the excuse. But you can almost like let's be honest. You can almost see. It, it, here's the thing: if they were the only ones, I could see the criticism. But when I see Frankie Kazarian, you know, slipping and missing moves, uh, when do you ever see that? Never. So to me, there's an explanation behind that. The the dew, the rust, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I think there was very there was a lot of different factors at play there. So I mean, if you want to go out there and crush Private Party, that's fine. I mean, there's people that are going to crush them anyway. Um, I'm still of the belief that you're you're looking at a you're looking at a situation where you're building you're building a team guys that don't have a ton of experience. Maybe they have a ton of experience, you know, at VFWs and everything else. I get it. But not a ton of experience being on a major TV show who are thrust into the spotlight because they've been signed by a big company at the behest of the Young Bucks. Um, You know, can we give Private Party a little bit of time to figure this out, especially under these circumstances? I think they're doing pretty well. It's not perfect. I get it. Um, But I think they're doing pretty well. Yeah, no. But I, I like their work. They, I like I, Mark Quinn more than Isaiah Cassidy, but I've seen Mark Quinn since he was a fucking baby, and I, I know what he can do. And and I don't see Isaiah Cassidy takes more of the heat too, and I don't think he's that bad. It it, it it's back to the Statlander point I made a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe less is more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're trying so much, you hit eight of those moves great, but the two you don't stand out more than the eight. So maybe just do five of them, but nail them. Nail all five. You know what I mean? And I think it's a common theme around around the company with some, not all, where maybe less is more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. somebody needs to, uh, you know, put that into their thing. When you see the Young Bucks go through this their moveset and it's like flawless, you know what I mean? We've, people have been watching them for years, seen it a thousand times. It's very entertaining. It's very, especially when Nick, when Nick gets going. Very athletic, yes. very entertaining. Granted, we could all probably call what moves coming next. No problem yeah. with it. But it works every time. It's perfect almost every time. You got to realize they've been doing this for years. This this it, almost almost the same thing every match in in a sense. But they do it in a different way. I get it. But it's it, it looks so fluid and, and, and it looks so good and perfect. Yeah. But they've been doing this for a long time. But then on the other side, you have some younger talent that hasn't been. And it just seems like nobody's willing to just take a little breather, take a step back, and let this happen. Because they're so stuck on this ancient fucking idiotic WWE Oh, everything's got to be perfect, or Vince won't put them on TV, and blah 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 blah. Crap. And I get, and most of the people saying that probably didn't go to indie shows, or they be assholes that sit in the crowd at indie shows and ROH shows and chant "you fucked up" or make fun oh. of guys when something goes wrong. It's totally. It, it, I hate it. I've been, I've been, I've said it a million times. I've been to thousands of indie shows. I've been to lots of ROH shows. It, 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 
It's funny that's you bring one that, thing. You bring that point it's up. one thing I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. agree with, and I just yeah. think the people that are in our position who go to indie shows, go to ROH shows, are a little bit more accepting of the idea that everything's not going to be perfect, right. and sometimes these things are going to happen. But it's just like I and I have friends who do this. They focus, they focus on that one or two. Negative spots, and I'm listen. We've done it with Statlander too, but there's there's there seems to be a track record with her now, and that, I right. think that's why we yes. get. I think that's why we get to that point. And listen, there's probably a track record with Isaiah Cassidy too. Um, Pay per view withstanding, and I think it's got to get better. But that's why I'm making the point. Maybe less is more. Instead of trying those eight, ten crazy moves, do do four, do five, and make them perfect, and then all of a sudden. That kind of goes away. I just it just from my fan perspective. Yeah, no, I I I think something could be said to that. Less is more. I think that's what's working with Moxley. To be honest with you, so um, simplify it exactly. So you know maybe that's what you could tell Cassidy's. You could, and I don't know this is I'm not inside his brain. You could tell what he's trying, what he wants to do, and what he's doing. One's faster than the other. It's yeah. just slow it down. You know, it's not fluid. It's Saturday. not fluid. Yeah, right. it's not fluid. And that's going on Saturday. Is he's he knows what he wants to do. And he's trying to do it, and it's just it's just it's it's timing is off or yeah, some, his mind's well, faster than yeah, totally. I totally I totally agree. Yeah, with with Cassidy, totally agree. Um, but you know, um, the other the other thing that happened in this match. To kind of move on for a little bit is you have Butcher and Blade still in the crowd, yep. and it actually caught my eye when they panned the you know the workers in the crowd that Butcher and Blade were still out there, and I'm like, oh well, yep. they're not wrestling tonight, and I'm like, hopefully, in my mind, I'm thinking hopefully they get them involved in something. Well, uh, they get involved Why with not? yes, they did. Yeah, uh, as luck would have it, you know, Nick Jackson ends up uh, you know out there fighting with them. Matt comes out. Um, so they get involved in something with the Young Bucks, um, which ultimately leads to a big spot at the end of the match. Um, big surprise number one. Yes. Uh, it looked like Mark Quinn might have had a little bit of a... Yeah, do you think that was real? I I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, it, you never know. It, it, right. It, it just, it's hard to tell. Like, I, I still wonder sometimes, you know, another guy... Uh, we didn't see tonight was Darby. Um, yeah. You know, uh, after his performance in the ladder match, is he on the shelf? Is he, I haven't heard much. I mean, I don't know if you have. Uh, I have not seen anything. I am like not that. a. Uh, I am not a big dirt. I call them dirt shits. I am not a big dirt shit reader. I I could care less. I think it's it, it, it's almost as bad as watching CNN. Um, <laughs> I I just I can't I I can't get into it. Uh, there's every now and then I'll spot a little bit of an article and I'll read it. Um, and I know, you know, I'll send you something. Sometimes you'll send me something and other guys will, but it's very few and far between. Uh, I didn't go searching for Darby information. I didn't go searching for Britt Baker information. I didn't go searching, you know, I probably won't go searching for Marquette information because to me, if the injuries will work, let it be at work and let me be surprised about it. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into that when the Britt Baker stuff comes up because, I'm starting to think that that's a work too, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, could it be a work? Could it not? I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. 
Um, you know, he did seem like he was limping, but maybe selling. Uh, the idea is when they're walking out limping or hurt, we're not really supposed to know, right? Right. So to me, if we don't know, they're probably doing a good job. I'll just, uh, you know, I'll leave it at that. And obviously, well, he, sold, if it, he sold it pretty well. Let me tell no, you, he that. did, he did. And obviously, Bucks and uh, Hardy get the win. And Bucks uh, get the win, and then, and then, uh, you know, yeah, bring the blade. The butcher of the blade come come back into the ring after the after the Bucks beat him down, beat him down by the chairs, front row there. Butcher the blade come back into the ring. Do a beat down on the Bucks, and then they pan out to a truck driving up. Like an old school, like 19, I don't know, 70s, 60s pickup truck. Ugly ass brown pickup truck. Yeah. You know, definitely belonged in Florida, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know it belonged in the South. Right, South. Maybe they drove it from Alabama or Oklahoma. You know, maybe they found that on, you know, Joe Exotic's tiger fucking (laughs) farm over there. (laughs) And um, as I'm watching this, before they pinned who it is, I'm like, this better be who I think it is. This better be, this better be, this better be. (laughs) So, lo and behold, coming out of the truck, it's F-T-R. And then they get in the ring, and they're like, okay, you know, you expect them to beat the Hardys down, but they beat the Butcher and the Blade down. And then they throw them out of the ring. Not the Hardys, the Bucks. The Bucks, I'm sorry, the Bucks. I had a little bit uh, too many screwdrivers tonight. <laughs> I apologize, folks. And so, um, so they beat down the Hardys. They're uh, celebrating they're a big win from Saturday. Right, right. They beat down the Bucks again, and then FDR comes in the ring, throws Butcher and the Blade out, and which was good to see Butcher and the Blade. I hope they get back in the ring again. Well, um, I, I think you're going to see them versus well. FDR soon, right? Yeah, seems yeah, logical. And, and now you got FTR in the ring, in the showdown with 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 uh, the Bucks, which we all wanted to see for what two three years now. Yeah, a long Stand time. there staring at them. I remember. I remember sitting in the arena in Lowell, Massachusetts, the night that Cody won the Ring of Honor title from Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel. Yep. And they, you know, the Bucks were in there, and uh, Hangman was in there, and they were filming be- Being the Elite on their cell phones, and they had the whole place screaming, Fuck the Revival! Yeah. Um, I don't know, it was probably 2018, middle of 2018, um, obviously yeah. uh, pre-All-In, pre-AEW. Uh, so this is this is something that uh, people have been wanting to see for a long time. Long time. And anyway, I'm, super, I'm super fucking pumped about it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think yeah. this tag team adds credibility to the division. Yeah. Um, let's face it, you got the Bucks. You have Hangman and Omega, however long they're a tag team for. You have uh, Pride and Powerful, LAX. You have the Lucha Brothers. You you know, like, we could keep going. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Best Friends, you know, uh, Butcher and Blade. You know, all these tag teams. Um, which one of them would you not want to see against the Revival? Or FTR, right? I mean, I want to yeah. see them all against FTR oh. at, at some point. 100%. So, oh. this is cool. You know, Lay Sex Gods. Can you imagine like Sex Gods versus FTR? That's a home run. That's that might be a main event of a fucking pay per view. You know what I mean? Just, just adding, just adding FTR to this tag team, and we've said this 
Huge. On many, many shows ago. Just another tier adds another top tier to this tag team division. And to me, I don't mean this as a knock to these other tag teams. Bringing FTR in, now you're knocking majority of these tag teams down one peg, kind of where they belong. The, the only... Guys, Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say the only there's only a few tag teams I could think of that might be a bigger get for AEW. And and I'm I, like I'm talking short list. There's a short list. And I think you know, I, I, have, I have two I have two specifically in mind and it's probably the same two that you're thinking of. I got Briscoe's and Usos. That Briscoe's Usos? Okay. Uh, I have GOD baby. I wouldn't. I don't know that I'd put God ahead of. I I wouldn't. I, I don't know that I'd put God ahead of FTR in the U.S. Maybe internationally, but I don't know if I. No, put him I ahead. would. I, I, and, I and then and then on that same peg, it's one A one B. Doc and Carl too would be another. You know, another one in that group. That would be another. That would be in the same group with FTR. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but yeah. this is a short list we're talking about. A very short list. You know. So the AEW brought in on anyone's list a top five current tag team. Let's yes, be honest. Easy, that easy. was literally underutilized since they left NXT. And all yeah. these little memes and jokes that all these WWE fucking fanboys want to make about FTR going to AEW. Every one of you that are making those marked out. Marked out to the revival when they're in NXT, and now you don't have them anymore. So, suck it. Right, and 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 and, and, and if you and if people haven't seen FTR's work, just go back to 2017, 2018, those NXT Takeover shows when they're oh, doing two phenomenal. out of three falls phenomenal. with uh, with DIY. Yep. Fuck me, hardcore. Yeah, go back, go back to that. Here's the it's other thing too: is insane. let me let me let me before before we move on to the next segment because sure. because this is becoming an issue because of course you know you can't you know they can't just let AEW get get a win on this one, which is clearly a win for AEW, no matter any way you want to spin it. Can you name to me one person from that is a quote unquote WWE guy or retread? That isn't better in WWE than he was, or is it better in AEW than he was in WWE? Name the guy who's worse, because guess what? They're all better in AEW. So what does that tell you? And, and the funny thing is Brody has only been there five matches, and in those five matches, and main evented a pay-per-view better than anything he did in yeah. his time. At Actually WWE. better than we thought better it was going to be. Better than we thought it was going to be. No, I mean, with Sean, Sean Spears isn't better. He, he I, I don't. If you're if you're telling me that you know the guy that got over only on his entrance isn't better than the levels we're starting to see of the they character need to of Sean go watch Spears. Last week's segment of his uh, news network. Yeah, oh, they need to watch many things, but that yeah. is one of them. Many one things. Of. What Co- you're telling me, Cody's not better than he was when he was there. Oh, Dustin, <laughs> have you seen Dustin lately? Have you seen Jake Hager? Get, dare I say Jericho? Jericho's on another level. This is this is WCW Jericho. This isn't yeah. fucking a, a WWE Jericho. Moxley. Jericho's doing, I mean, 
we we've been up and down on Moxley, but I'll take this Moxley over but this Moxley fucking over bullshit we saw in a WWE. Anything he was doing in WWE, this is better. They all I, been better. It's what what other? I mean, g- g- what am I missing here? Where where are these guys? Guerrero was better tonight. Yeah, where are these where are these people leaving WWE that are getting worse at AEW? There are, or, or, you know, I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm missing something. I, I don't, I don't get it. Well, you're gonna talk. You're gonna tell me about Kenny Omega when he was in developmental, fucking twenty years ago. You think anybody cares about that? What? Where's the other thing? Oh, they only, they only bring in WWE guys to push them. What about Brian Cage, career indie guy? That's worked for Impact and Lucha Underground. Career indie guy. Pretty much got over because he's an indie guy. Comes in and kind of is pushing him to the moon. Because nobody's used him right yet. And maybe the AEW will. And he turned down a contract with WWE. Yeah, because he's not stupid. He's not stupid. Even Taz is better. Uh, hey, hey listen. Ask, uh, ask, ask Matt Hardy how that broken gimmick worked out once he went back there. Wait, 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 when, 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 right when EC3, when EC3 gets free, because I, like I said, like I said on a, on the post show of, uh, Double or Nothing, I didn't know that EC3 I, had this non-compete. Good call. Well, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is, my assumption was because they were essentially let go, wouldn't, wouldn't that be null and void? I guess it not. Be. I, I don't, we, we don't, but we don't know how the contracts work. That's the problem. All right, so we'll leave that to lawyers and people that are smarter than we are. But here's what I want to say. Get EC3 in a room. And I've met EC3. He's a great guy. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Get EC3 in a room and give him true serum. He's had two runs there. And you're telling me he would ever go back or ever think that it's the right move for him to be there? Now, there might be people that it's the right move for them. I get it. And we all know that they wanted to buy up the entire universe of wrestlers because they wanted to have a monopoly. And we all know that's what they wanted. They didn't accomplish it, but it's what they wanted. If e- All I know is Ethan Carter III in TNA Impact was the best version of that character I've ever seen. Blew away anything they did on WWE with him. Now, in three months or two months or one month or six months, if he signs with AEW, you WWE fanboys out there are going to now tell me that he's a WWE retread when the best version we ever seen of him came from TNA Impact. So why wouldn't an Impact fan claim him better than you can? Because he's, everything he did there was so much better than anything he ever did in WWE. So don't give me this crap about all... They're taking all these retreads. These guys aren't retreads. These are guys that have a lot of talent who've been misused. Yeah. And again, I'm going to make the point again and we can move on to the last segment. Give me the guy who hasn't benefited from this situation. Please, somebody tell me. Because he can't. And the funny thing is, I don't even turn on this shit. September. When it happens again. Listen. This is what I care about. I saw... I, people People are sending me memes tonight and it pissed me off. That's why I bring it up. But this is what I care about. You know what? AEW, bring in the people that you think are right for AEW and make AEW and continue to make it fun to watch. And I will continue to watch. 
I, I I'm at the point where I don't even give a fuck what WWE does. You know what? Uh-huh. Let Adam Cole have his contract because I I know Adam Cole could do great things elsewhere because I've seen him do it, and he's done great things in NXT. But I know they're never going to do anything huge for him. So let Adam Cole yeah. have his contract before he's too old. Uh, please, I please, please for the love of God. And the guys who leave and go back and blah blah blah, whatever, do what you want to do. Have those people over there that you want to have. Have fun. I know. I know. NXT so much better than AEW. Yet they got to bring in. You know, they got to bring in the Generation X, Kurt Angle. They got to bring in all these guys down to NXT to try to pop their fucking rating rating. because they don't want to lose by a few percentage points to AEW. Like, it's really a big deal when you have two other huge shows. Huge shows. Well, they changed camera angles because AEW did it better. They're putting wrestlers in the stands because AEW did it better. Let's be honest. I don't even care what you say. You can call me a bitter person. Whatever you want to call me, I do not give a fuck. I do, uh, you could love WWE. It's great. I can't stand it. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. But don't start bringing this WWE bullshit into AEW. And I guarantee you the majority of people making these memes don't watch AEW. So they don't know what it's about. And they probably don't even really know what half of these workers are about. Because they've only seen them in WWE. Which is usually the case. And, I, and, and, and Edwards... I know you're listening. I love you. You have hours and hours and hours of content. And there's so many guys that are probably sitting over there miserable right now that we started talking about way back in 2015 that we said if they ever went there, it would never work. It's going to be terrible. It's Get it. And we just start with Shinsuke Nakamura, please. Please, and if you think anything that Shinsuke Nakamura has done in the WWE has been good, you're fucking lost. Go get on YouTube, buy New Japan World, do something, and realize the talent that that guy has. And realize how he's been wasted for how many years now. Next in line after Shinsuke, Cesaro. Cesaro. (laughs) Fanboys of WWE. Sami Zayn. You want to watch Cesaro at his best? He was in a fucking tag team with Ono, which his name is Chris Hero. They were called the Kings of Fucking Wrestling. Go watch that tag team in the Ring of Honor. Going up against the Briscoes every night. Then watch that match. Then come talk to me about how Cesaro fucking name is that Cesaro. How he's being used. Well, I mean he was he was Antonio Cesaro, and then they just changed it to Cesaro. And then, and every time he started getting hot, they took they took a little they took like a, a brick of an ice cube and dropped it on his fucking head, like they did with Rusev, like they did with Bad News Barrett. I mean, we could go down the fucking line of 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 white hot situations that they buried after all these goddamn years. It's it, it just it's it's even too frustrating to talk about. I I just brought it up because it really fucking burned my asshole tonight when I'm getting sent these goddamn memes because the revival shows up in AEW and it's not a surprise. We all knew they were going there. We get it. But guess what? There's 50 other fucking wrestlers that you all said that Cody was going to take, that you all said AEW was going to take, that aren't fucking there, okay? And EC3 might end up being there, or he's calling himself this... Uh, what, what is he, what, he, what was he calling himself? Essential... Essential 
character or something. Character. <laughs> Which yeah. is hilarious. Listen, if him and fucking Spud come in as a central character, whatever they're doing, they're, they're doing their own thing like that, great. Because I, I, I like the guy number one. Plus, he has fantastic ability that none of you have ever seen because I know you didn't watch him on Impact. So, uh, you know, go back and watch that too. Ethan Carter III on Impact was tremendous. Um, and, and while you're at it, go watch the Miracle Mike Bennett because, I mean, they did so great with him and WWE. Oh, Actually, you know, one. what about that's Biff Busick? Let's bring up Biff Busick. Fucking only, only Larkin, okay? I remember Edwards going, what the hell is Vince going to do with Biff Busick? He's right. You want to know a guy like Biff Busick? Perfect for AEW. Perfect for Ring of Honor. Goes to WWE. And what is he? Fucking wrestling cruiserweights. I don't even know what he's doing now. Uh, Dijak. Perfect example. Misused by Ring of Honor. Tons of ability. Can cut promos, everything else. They call him Dominic Dijakovic. Have all this bullshit on NXT. If they ever brought him up to the main roster, they'd probably change his name back to Dijak. I mean, I could go, I could go on for fucking days. Because I saw all these guys wrestle on the indies. And I know what they're all fucking capable of. And they never get used properly when they go to WWE. So if these guys want to leave and go AEW and get used better and it's going to be more entertaining, that's great for me. That's great for, for fans that... Nah, dude, it fucking pissed me off tonight seeing that shit. Shut up. Shut up. And this but, leads us- but, but here's the thing. When the AEW fans come out and call your product that's been garbage, other than, other than WrestleMania... Which we could pick and choose what was really good and what wasn't, but the really good stuff was really good. I give credit where it was due. You had one good match on Money in the Bank. Other than that, the rest of the stuff that that WWE's produced since this pandemic started is atrocious. It's unwatchable. It's boring. It's fucking terrible. Their own their own audience says it. And now you're gonna oh we gotta attack AEW. You wanna know what is AEW perfect? No, we said it before. But they're trying. It's entertaining. They're doing shit that fucking WWE is copying because they were too fucking stupid to figure it out on their own. Starting with the camera angle. <laughs> and I fucking brought it up on this show that fucking very night, too. That by night, the way. Yes. yes. Yep. All right. So this next brings segment. us into. <laughs> Sorry, it burned my ass. <laughs> we hear Moxley's music come out. So he comes out, joins the broadcast table, which was his first time doing this. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Kind of knew where they were going next with this. It was Brian Cage with Taz. And it's a squash match against Lee Johnson. We all knew it was a squash match. We knew it was going to be a squash right. match. Get 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 Cage out there. Got Taz on the mic a little bit. You know. But gives, Cage looks gives, good, doesn't he, too? Oh, Ripped, fucking Cage jacked. is fucking a phenomenal oh, Athletic. How good is Cage? God. Vince has got to be hating himself because that's that that wrestler is a Vince guy. Big, got the look, got the moves in the ring. Vince has to be banging his head against the table. Is that no, he would he would have put him in a fucking leotard and, and you know had and had him dance around with uh you know uh well, who was that asshole who used to have the dancing people behind him? No way, Jose. Oh yeah, no way, Jose. Yeah, he would, yeah. He would have been part of No Way Jose's fucking entourage. But uh, but no, nah, man, he looked good. I like his finisher. You know, I didn't watch a lot of his stuff at TNA at that time. That was towards the end of me getting frustrated where with they were going. So I mean, I caught some of his stuff, but there was a lot of stuff I didn't catch. I saw more of his Lucha Underground stuff mm-hmm. because. Um, 
because I was a big Pentagon guy there, and Ray was there. So that's what kind of led me. Ray you know, uh, saw him there Kate, a little bit. Cage, Cage versus the Mac. Ocho Malucha won. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Watch it. Cage you know, versus the Mac. Ultima Lucha won. It was the uh, Ultima Lucha, the, the final. It, I think it spread across two or three weeks. It opened Ultima Lucha. Cage versus Mac. Everybody out there, do yourself a favor. Yeah, Watch well, that match. That because yeah. I, I, what, again, we all, we, we talked about it at the post, the post show. Know my feelings on it. But that doesn't take away from the performance he had. At that ladder match on Saturday, he was his his exchange with Luchasaurus was awesome. Yeah, I thought made the match, man, because big guys won, and Luchasaurus is a, is that big guy. And yeah. I just wish he had a I plus. He's he one of the only babyface big guys too. Yeah, you know, I I wish he had a better character. I'm not whole sold on this whole dinosaur thing. That's yeah. my opinion. I'm I, actually I, I'm actually kind of digging Jungle Boy more than. Both of the Dude, other ones. Right I can't now. wait to talk about that when yeah. we get there because there's. I'm, I'm all in on Jungle Boy right now. You know, and, and 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 I'd like that exchange because big guys like that shouldn't be moving like that. And Brian Cage, the way he moved, it's just he, there's something there. And then when you sent me sent me that uh, that uh, uh, um, part of that interview they had with with Khan talking mm, about yeah. Cage. Yeah, Khan, you know, Khan, Khan was huge on bringing Cage in. I'm like, okay, you got my. I'm curious now. I want to see where they go with this. Con Con seemed like really excited about. I mean, let's be honest. uh, It came out that they signed Brian Cage in January when he was January, and they they let him rehab. They let him get ready. Paid him, and the idea the the idea was to have him ready for double or nothing. Yep, and they had him ready for double or nothing. So, um, listen. they're they're behind this guy, uh, putting the, putting the mouthpiece of Taz with him. Very cool. Uh, yeah, very cool. Say I that. like it. I like it. Yo. Well, plus the other thing for maybe the portion of the audience that never watched Lucha Underground, never watched Impact Wrestling, and aren't big indie fans. Now I know a lot of the AEW audience probably is, but maybe they don't know. You know, maybe they're assuming that not everybody knows who Cage is. And then they yeah. see this big guy without his ability, but then with Taz as his mouthpiece gives him instant credibility too. So it, it's kind of brilliant in that sense. You know what I mean? I like it. I it's like kind of it. it's like kind it. of like how they gave Archer that credibility with Jake, with yeah. the people who may not know him. They're figuring the people who know him know him, and the people who don't probably know Jake. So you get credibility there. Same same thing with same thing with Archer. Um, I like the idea that they're going with the manager aspect. Going with the faction aspect, um, just all things that I think a lot of wrestling companies got away from uh, yep. to a detriment for a while. AEW's yep. kind of filling those voids. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I like it. I like. I like. It. I like. I'm digging, and I think that's what bought me in with 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 Cage. One was the Tony Khan interview. What he was saying about him, I liked it. Yeah, that did it for me too. In. Yeah. Yeah, and what's buying me in is Taz tonight. I liked him on the mic. Mm-hmm. I liked the, his little his little saying at the end. It fit. I just, I just, and I think Cage, you know, he could go heel face. He'd be that tweener. I'm digging it. I, I'm you kind to see of where they go with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of brought it up on the um, or not kind of. You did bring it up on the post show 
Um, and you and I kind of got into it a little bit before we knew that he was definitely getting the title shot right away. Now, yeah. I just made the assumption that this was kind of like a money-in-the-bank situation where you're guaranteed a title shot, but we don't know when they're doing it. Now, they didn't yeah. go that way with it. They went with an instant title shot. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of then I kind of agreed with your point more where why does every new guy get a title shot? Right. Um, I still believe that. I, I, don't, I don't – right, right. I don't know that we've – I, this is my point: is I don't know that they've totally answered that question, right? Yet, but I. The other thing too is we don't know. We actually don't have a date for Fighter Fest yet either. No, we right? don't. We don't. It's, Which it's is interesting. So they might have a lot of time here, yeah, to build to build this up to a certain point. Yeah. And after reading what I read with Khan, like I, I honestly after our conversation. Um, on the uh, on the Double or Nothing post show, I was pretty much leaning towards your side because I'm like, oh, this is a clear, you know, Mox is going to win. Well, we have some time to get there. And if Tony yeah. Khan loves this guy as much as he's saying, and he's got Taz as his mouthpiece, maybe that's not as clear a guarantee for Moxley right. as we thought before. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, no. And, 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 I, it's funny because I guess it would be, you know, for me, granted, he's a new guy and he's already getting it, yada, yada, but hearing what Khan's done for this guy, signed him in June, paid him for four months while he was rehabbing, didn't have to do that, wanted to do that, so he likes the man, he likes the guy that he is, believes in his character as the wrestler, so he's bought in on Brian Cage. Okay, so I get it. It makes sense. And, you know, the the first two guys as AEW champs were from WWE. They're not WWE guys. They're from he they're from there. But now you you know, if Cage has that possibility, you're breaking that trend. You know what I mean? You know, it's a former TNA guy, you know, so it's so the only the only the only drawback on this still is the piece of, and again, I know it's only a company is only a year old, but when you're going to do it with somebody from within your own, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it goes back to us as Yankee fans. Well, it's know? hard. It's hard to say that anybody came from within right now. No, no. It, yes. That's why I'm, that's why I'm hesitant on wording it this way, but it's more of, you know, um, and I get, I mean, but hear me out. But the, I get Jericho made sense as much as I would love to have seen Hangman be the first one, young kid, first time champ. I get it, but the prestige and the credibility instantly yes. Jericho gave it was, it was too soon it was, for Hangman. It was, exactly, exactly. The instant credibility of prestige that Jericho gave that title. And now putting it on Moxley, you know, I get it. And, and, and this, and as long as he stays as this Mox, not I'm gonna, be, you know, trying to sell some merch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, as long as we stay well, with this Mox, I'm what, good. What if I present this scenario to you? You know, maybe they see what we see, and it's Moxley could be a huge name for you, and not as, not essentially have to carry the title. And I agree. I don't think All you right, have so. To. 
this is, I mean, this is obviously thinking way down the road, and there, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things to consider. But if, per se, Cage was to win the title, you have a natural Cage versus Hangman situation. And then coming out of that, assuming Hangman was to be crowned the title, you have Babyface versus Babyface, Hangman and Omega, or vice versa, or vice versa. Now, I would rather see Hangman do it and be like, hey, I won the title before you did, blah, 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 blah. And we won the tag team titles because I fucking won them for you. And I'm the man, you know, you know what I mean? Like, right. uh, who knows? Uh, there's so many ways you could do it. But you could do Cage versus Omega and Page. Uh, play that out for a while. Maybe one of the, one well, of the two Cody wins the title. There. You see, there's got to be a way to throw Cody back in there. You yeah, gotta, well, I don't know that they're going to do that anytime soon because no. he keeps saying he can't challenge for the title. Yeah. So I think they're going to stick with that for a while. And I think they're sticking with this, T- this TNT title. Uh, Cody being, he seems to be, even though I think some of his programs are the best programs, they seem to just want to, maybe it's his request. I don't know what it is. They seem to want to keep him in that mid-card He's the king of the mid-card. Okay, cool. Yeah. You leave that there. But let's be honest. They're, if if they take the title off right now, there is not a lot of challengers that no. I can just throw out to be like, they're, this is a much better choice to challenge for that title than Brian Cage. I could give you, I could give you one huge one. Clearly, it's Jericho. You know, yeah. as, you know, because, I mean, Jer- but as we're going to get into, he's involved in other things now, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you already went Moxley Omega. I don't know if you want to go back to that. And I don't know that Omega and Hangman works because I think you might be splitting the audience and I think you want to get Hangman over huge. Yeah. If Taz and Cage find a way to get that title off Moxley, whether it's at the next pay-per-view or down the road after that, to me... You have a perfect scenario where Hangman or Omega, preferably Hangman, could come in and be his first challenger in a huge way. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're and then you have the sub story. Yeah. You have the sub story of Hangman versus Omega involved in that whole situation. So, so just I'm just saying is like thinking ahead. There's a lot they could do um, that would make it really awesome. Brian Cage being in this situation now. I, I will, but I would say this. Too. I would say this too, though. If Cage loses, you're right back where you are with Archer right now. Oh man, you they have a three guys like that. But you, you right, and you, you're gonna have to do a lot of work. Um, as far as the big guy thing goes, you know, we we talked about a few seconds ago with uh, with Luchasaurus and not having a lot of big baby faces. I see a big guy that's headed to her baby face turn, but we're gonna get into it in a few minutes here. Um, yeah, I hope so. That could that, too. that yeah. could be it. Could be interesting, and I yeah. don't think it's crazy because they need to get some more of those bigger guys because it, there's yeah. just too many of them are heels, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a couple I have, I have more people I want to turn heel, so we need more faces, man. I mean, you want to turn everybody fucking heel? Not everybody, but come on. Hey, did you know? Did you notice what the uh, SCU tag team was again tonight? I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to text you. Hey, did you see the tag team tonight? <laughs> All right, where are we segment-wise? Let's move on you. here. Scorpio Sky, Baker? when he goes on a run, when Scorpio Sky goes on a run, he's going to do it as a heel. I'm telling you. It's just... it's just, it's just Him I, and Trent and Chucky e. T. and 
Hey, Chucky T, you're telling me Chucky uh, I, I stand by my stance that they would make a good heel tag team. All right. So so after this we go into we go into Britt Baker with Tony. And I was kind of looking forward to this because I want to know what she's going to come back. I thought they draw it out a little bit too much, the whole Yeah, it was a little too much. Thing. Yeah. It was a little too much for me, but I was excited to coming back at all out. That's all I wanted to hear because um one, I like what she's doing as a heel. I like the videos that are doing, except I really didn't dig tonight too much. But yeah, it wasn't it, it was it was a little long. Um, I was interested a little a little yeah. bit in it. Um, yeah. I like the fact I'll, I'll tell you I'll put it to you this way because the Memorial Day party pictures came out where she was clearly fine. Um, I don't know if you saw them or not. I did. They, okay, so I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying. Listen, those pictures don't prove that she's 100% and she could work. But she's clearly not in a knee brace, not in crutches, whatever. So maybe she, maybe she is hurt to the point where she can't wrestle right now. But it's not a, you're out for a year, you need ACL, MCL, PCL surgery like Matt Taven had a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? Um, but putting in, going from knowing those pictures went out... To putting it in a wheelchair, I thought was brilliant. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good idea because it's adding to her the idea for character. Yes. Now the segment wasn't perfect. There wasn't great. It, it was a little it was choppy. choppy. Yeah. yeah. I, I I still think that she's finding her way with this stuff. And I'm I'm gonna again. I'm gonna go to this again. Less is more. You know. Yes. Give her. You know. Give her. 30 seconds to do that instead of two minutes and maybe you have some you know what i'm saying and so plus, i think i think if it was a natural crowd the plus, reaction would have been better better of course crowd crowd reaction yeah. always helps plus the other thing too is jr and i'm gonna get into jr a couple times on this as we go forward. oh I'll go, i got one i got the, one too. oh i gotta yeah. you, are you thinking of what i'm thinking of you might be thinking of the one i'm thinking of oh. but this one was fun Tony, we're going to get Tony. It's your turn, Tony. <laughs> get we get it, Jr. We we. I mean, did he? I got the impression that he thought his mic was just going to Tony and not the overall audience when he did that. Yeah. Did you? You know? You know? Like you know? Like if you listen to enough radio yeah. show hosts, like Francesa, perfect example. When he talks yeah. to like his producers and he starts talking to them, he did it a couple times, like during an interview. Where he talked to his producer and forgot to hit the button, and then he'd hit it real quick. So they like, so basically, he could talk to his producer while you're on air, but you as a listener can't hear it. Like right now, I have I have a button that I could click where I could talk to White House, and you guys can't hear it, but him and I could hear each other. And I honestly think Jr. probably thought he hit that. <laughs> we're going to you, Tony. Tony, we're going to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did it a couple of times. Like, oh, dude, slow your roll, man. <laughs> Let's chill out. Oh, JR's losing it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to pile on. It just, it's just. Hold on, we're getting, we're getting, we're a couple segments away from where I'm gonna go. Um, but anyway, okay, so you, next, you might even have one that I'm not thinking of because yeah. mine is mine is towards the end. But so so next we go we go right into inner circle backstage interview with Alex and. A little, little, little side note with this. 
I like what they're doing with Alex with these interviews. I mean, he's got nothing else to do, so my side. I like them using him. I just didn't think he was good on air. But they got a good role for him, and I think yeah, they, I hope yeah. they keep using him this role. I, Listen, I, I'm digging it. You know, in all fairness, and I'm you know we're picking on Jr. a little bit because he's yeah. done it forever. We get it. That's it's not an easy spot to be a color guy um, in any sport. You are you are basically the orchestrator of what's being broadcasted. Maybe not in the ring or on the field or on the court, but you're orchestrating what everybody in that booth is talking about and where it's headed. That's a skill. Like, not everybody's Doc Emmerich. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, you're absolutely right. And so they go, we got Inner Circle, expecting some some funny back enter going on, and all of a sudden you see Orange walk in the background. You can tell Jericho didn't like it. So you know they're setting up for something later on tonight. You just don't know what it is. But you know Orange Cassidy's in a little bit of trouble for bl- blowing up the uh, uh, inner circle spot on the interview. So this pans into, once we go from finishing this off, we go into the ring to this Christy Jans. And she's waiting for Sheeta to show up. And uh, this she got that, I mean, she got that Brazilian movement going yeah, and everything, the music. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued by her. Yeah. Right. Good looking, you know. Good, good, good young I mean, looking. She's not Penelope Ford, but she's so, she's doing all right. You know, and I just this goes into my my Jr. thing. Do I need to hear the background of this Christie? Where she's coming from? From Brazil to Texas. Mother did this, that, and everything else, and this is going to make her a next big star. No. Don't. Well, I mean, if you listen, that that I mean, I've been screaming about this about Jr. since he started at AEW. Everybody's the greatest thing since sliced bread. The greatest tag team, the greatest brother. He, you know, Nick Nick Jackson, the greatest ever. Matt Jackson, the greatest ever. It's just it's too much with it. I get it. I, I get what he's trying to do. They're trying to build these, but dude, you know, it's just less is more. Keep to the story. Yeah, she came from this, that, and everything else. Okay, leave it there. But does that doesn't necessarily going to make her the next big star? I don't know because she'd have beat her ass. You know, no, just... right? You got you got to realize the spot you're in. And here's the thing: if you want to give somebody's background, I'm all for that. I don't think we get enough backgrounds in pro wrestling right. a lot. Right. I, yes. But like to your point, you got to realize. That, I mean, that would be like giving the guy saying the guy that wrestled Cage was going to be great. You know what I mean? Like, you know this guy's getting his ass kicked. You know this girl's getting her ass kicked. It's a squash match. It's it, They're a jobber. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, I just think I, it's the wrong place to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Especially when it, we all know that's a squash match for the new time champ. But so, dude, let's be honest. When, when you know, as we get more and more to some sort of normalcy here and more and more of the talent's able to get back to the roster and they're, they're able to open it up more and more, some of those, you know, the jobber types that came in and credit to them, yeah. credit, credit, credit right. to AEW for, you know, for employing these people. But at the yep. same time is their need is going to be going to dark or not at all. Or maybe right. training, you know, it get, here's the other, but here's the part of it. They're doing them, they're doing a service to them in this respect. Because if you go on a lot of indie shows, you'll understand this. Being on TV and then going to indie shows gives you a value. 
Yeah. So at the end of the day, even if they don't make it for AEW, they're going to have a value on the indie scene where people will know their name, or maybe they get a shot with ROH, or maybe they get a shot with Impact, or they make a little, they make their, they make more money. You know, more people buy their merch at indie shows. Oh, hey, I saw you wrestle Sheeta. Yo, you're awesome. Blah blah blah. And then she goes on and has a great match at an indie show. You're like, oh, this girl's great. I'll buy her T-shirt. I'll get an autograph. Whatever. This this is how this process works. And I think AEW is doing a service to these people in that sense. But that doesn't mean they're all going to be AEW lifers either. Right. And for Jr. to present it that way doesn't make a lot of sense to me. With every single woman, oh it, my God. It, no! It's 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 almost every person that shows up on the show. We get it. It's it's almost like Jr. has an inferiority complex being at AEW as opposed to WWE, and I don't think a lot of people there present that, but I think he does. I almost I almost think like he's trying to prove to you that this is just as big, and could it be someday? I don't know. It's we all know it's not now. Okay, that's fine. But you're okay being who you are. But it just seems like JR wants you to believe it's bigger than it really is. Right. You don't need to tell us that. We need to see it. Yeah. There's a very big difference. Yeah. No, in 100%. And it's just, when I heard that, I just chuckled. And I'm like, oh, my God. Come on, man. You're even doing it with the with the squash chicks. I mean, come on. I know. I got I got, I got one. I got another one for you later in the show. But, and, you know. and, and, and so, Sheeta wins. We knew that was going to happen. And now we go into, when we get back from commercial break, we're going to one of my favorite spots of the show. Looking forward to this. Cody interview with Tony Schiavone. Um. Uh, the that belt doesn't do anything for me, but now that I know what it's supposed to look like, yeah. Once this is over, it's gonna be a good looking belt, folks. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, very good looking belt. They, you know, they weren't. You, I, I, listen, they they got put in a tough spot. The belt couldn't yep. be finished, yep. but they also promised you the championship match and the tournament and everything else. I don't blame them for doing what they're doing. And again, if this is another situation, if people want to knock them on social media for it, have fun. Oh man, they're taking shots over the belt, but it's just you just you got to take it all in perspective. And, and, and I think the belt's going to look. Let me ask you a question: Did it yeah, surprise yeah. you when Tony Schiavone said, "Hey, listen, this is a shell of the belt because of COVID nineteen. We couldn't get the belt finished at the time." I'm glad he did it. I'm glad. No, he but did but it. did it? It didn't surprise me though. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, really? That's what they're coming out with? Like, I, I didn't know if they were going for an old school look. And then I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, wow. If it had a, And honestly, the main plate where you see the big black TNT, if the other stuff had more detail and was more defined, it wouldn't even be that bad, to be honest right. with you. It, right. it, it actually looked incomplete. So when they said it was incomplete, I'm like, you know, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It's incomplete. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that it's rad. I see people on here, oh, they should have they called off the match. Who's the same guy that would have knocked no, him for doing right. that? Get the fuck I mean, out of here. I already called off blood, blood and guts and glory. And they, they were right about cost? that. They were right. right about that. No, no, but I'm saying is they, had, they called that off. And they call this off. Like, you just don't want to keep calling things off. You no. know what I mean? No, they, but so, here's the thing. They also put this tournament together to take place during the pandemic. This was a right. reason... To get involved and and continue to watch AEW Dynamite when they were right. out of work right. and and playing what they taped, I mean, let's be honest, it, they those were the toughest shows to watch for AEW ever. 
uh, to no fault of their own, but the tournament and Archer coming and 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 Brody Lee coming added so much to that that you, yes. it, it got you engaged. You yes. can't get in people engaged with this tournament and go, oh hey, we can't finish the belt, so we'll have the match. I don't know, maybe at all out. What? They wouldn't right. do that. They they were right. listen. They were right with what they did. I'm sorry. Right. The, no, they were. The, I agree. The, the criticism is bullshit. Yeah. So so I love this promo. You get his passion, passion, and more passion. Love it. The open challenge. I dig it. TV. It's they're they're not call it the TV title. NWA owns that or whatever. I don't know, but, but TNT. It's it, a TNT title. What? No. No. What I'm saying is the NWA calls theirs the TV title. You know, Ring of Honor calls theirs the TV title. Yeah. This TNT title is the TV title, but they're using TNT, and I dig it. I like it. I like the concept. I just think that after watching it. I think it drives home the point, too, that they have a home. They have a home, exactly. And, you know, after watching the Royal Rumble, this mid-card definitely could use some spunk, and I know we didn't see a lot of those guys. But once they're fully loaded, I think this mid card is going to be one hell of a competition. What do you mean the the, the battle royal for the? the yeah, when you saw the guys are in there, you know, outside of maybe three or four, you know, it was pretty. It was a pretty weak. Kind of like they did with the ladder match. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and and so. What I, I'm thinking is once they're fully loaded from the guys of this whole pandemic, they're going to be in good shape when everybody lines up in their right well, spot in, in, in the way of things. I just well, think that... Uh, well, plus the other part of this that, you know, you got to factor in is I don't know that Cody's ended his feuds with MJF, Lance Archer, Sean Spears... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so you always, so those are always outliers that you can always go back yeah. to, but yeah. then you could bring in, you could bring in other people, um, yeah. like they're starting to do. Um, yeah. there was something that happened in this match and, uh, you know, I'll let you take the match after this. Uh, to me, the biggest part of this match was a, the promo that MJF cut before. Oh, no, we got one match before that. I was just saying, uh, I was just talking about the TV title in itself. Oh, okay, okay. All right, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. When we get, we got, I'll get we in. Got, All right, I'll get into yeah. it when we get there. Okay, okay. okay. This, gotcha. We got the, right before, right before the MAJF video, which I I dug a lot. I love that video. Um, but uh, we had, we had Saban and Havoc. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's right. That's right. I forgot about had, that match. Yeah, Havoc and Saban versus SCU. It was a decent match. Not bad. The things I got out of this match. Penelope uh, looked, oh my God. Oh my God. That's number one. Number two is the best friends are getting their title shot at Fighter Fest. So now we have two matches we know whenever Fighter Fest happens. We have two lock matches so far. One is obviously we just talked about Cage and Mox. Yeah. And now number two, best friends versus Paige and, uh, Page and uh, and uh, 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 Kenny, so Omega, yeah, and so those two matches um, uh, are good to go, and um, I'm expecting they're going to be both going to be do they're going to be solid on that card. Um, Saban and Havoc for the upset. So now that means save save. Yeah, there was Havoc. interesting. They're 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 on to something there. The one thing I'll yeah. say is I almost wish Jimmy Havoc wore that white suit again. He wore. 
I know. Add no, double so or nothing. Honest. I thought it was a better look for him, to be honest yeah, with you. I, I do, too. Um, I do, too. I, 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 like, I like it, too. And so so Saban and upset. So what that means now, Saban and Havoc now get a title shot from the winner of Best Friends and Kenny and Paige. So, um, so that was interesting. And the other thing I liked about this match was at the end was I don't know if they're teasing something for the future, but that little that little quick exchange between Brandy and Penelope, I dug that dude. I'm like, okay, yeah. I could watch that. I could watch that. So maybe well, you can you know you know what you could get too. You could get a you could get a QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes versus Sabian and and Havoc, you know, and like, you could get right you, now, you know what I mean. There's a there's a lot of your top five. They're four and up. If you look at the ratings that came out today, I I saw them online. I was just goofing off. I had a couple minutes to spare. They're on there, and I think they're like number three, four. But hmm. they're on there, and they're under. They're, you know, so you got to know that they're going to be in, in the mix of it. No, man, it was. I'm glad to see again. This doesn't hurt SCU and anything, but now they're building another tag team that, you know, honestly, I, I could I could buy into a little bit. They weren't doing much with Saban as a singles competition. They weren't doing nothing with Havoc. I like the two together, and having Penelope there too as well. So yeah, it's not, bad, tag- it's not a bad. It's not a bad. It's not a bad. It's not a bad situation. I go. I, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm with no. it. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with no, it. I'm digging it. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. And now this sets us up. We, 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 next after that was the MJF video, and I like the end of this video. Because all of a sudden MJF expects Warlow to lay down, and Warlow was like, "Uh, what? Yeah, oh, no, I yeah. got you. I got you. You, you, you I got, got the you. tension. Yeah, you got the tension. Yeah. So um, but let's be honest. MJF cuts another fantastic promo, dude. It's fucking awesome. His, oh, I mean, so his good. his worst promos are still really good. <laughs> and, and not that I'm saying this is one of them because this one was awesome. But I mean, a couple weeks ago he cut one that wasn't great, and it was still good. But it wasn't yeah. great because his bar is set very high promo wise, right. um, and he's he's very good at what he does. I I'm not against what they're doing there, planting the seeds, yeah. um, and that's what I was going to get into with you know with the uh, you know the battle royal the number one contender battle royal here was, um, not only did they plant the seed in the promo. Uh, you get a situation where, you know, the last four guys in the ring are Orange Cassidy, um, Jungle Boy, MJF, and Wardlow. And MJF pulls the ring out of his, his trunks and is going to crack um, Jungle Boy with it. As Wardlow's hold, holding him, Jungle Boy moves. He ends up cracking Wardlow, which gets them both eliminated. So you see a crack in the situation there. And the point I was going to make with all that is I think they need to do more reward law. And I don't know that getting them away from NJF is a bad thing. No. The other part of it is, again, they need some bigger guys that maybe are going to be baby faces. Plus, you put Wardlow in a program with MJF. And MJF could just cut promos on him and destroy him, but it makes it very interesting. Especially if you get 
you know, maybe Arn Anderson takes him under his wing or, you know what I'm saying? Like Brandy, you know, he he joins the Nightmare family for now just to get, just to go against MJF. There's a million things you could do. Whatever, whatever it ends up being. Um, They need a, but the baby face side of things needs another big guy. Another big guy. You you brought in three, the three, you brought in three newest guys, Archer, Lee, and Cage. Fucking huge. Yeah. And you got to have something to balance that out. And I think Wardlow, because one, you don't know what they have with him. Two, right, we haven't seen match, a ton of them. You know what I mean? No. And so, and that ta- and that cage match wasn't bad. Normally, I mean, that could have been he was in the ring. I mean, they don't necessarily they don't necessarily have to turn a baby face out of this, but oh, it, it could be it's interesting. But yeah. it could be interesting if yeah. they do if they put them with the right, right. the yeah. right people. Right, and you know. I thought when they when they started the whole uh, when they started the whole battle royal, you hear Orange Cassidy's music, and that's when I knew. Once when I heard Orange Cassidy's music, I'm like, okay, he's getting his ass beat. And sure enough, Santana Ortiz came out and beat his ass. Yeah. I didn't expect him to get back in it, but he did. You know, you saw the welts on his back, but um, gets back into the battle royal. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was looking. When I was watching this, I'm like, okay, who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? And I'm not going to lie to you. You thought it was going to be MJF. I didn't think so because it would be too obvious. Okay. I thought it would be too obvious. Who do you think you know was going to win? Do you know who I really thought was going to win this one? It was Christopher Daniels. Really? I He was my sleeper. He was my sleeper. And it's just the reason why I thought that was because. Because you wanted to turn him heel? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> because if you look back his matches with Daniels at Ring of Honor, one, Cody took the belt off him. There's stuff that you could have done with that a little bit. I know it's only yeah, I, don't, I don't really I don't really know they you want know, to go back. I get what you're saying, but I don't know they want I, to go back. I enjoyed their programs they had at Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, and and I thought that would be a good way to to start his run that he's He's competing and putting his belt on a line against a legend. I'm not saying he's an all-time legend, but he's a legend in the indie scene. And I think matches against a Christopher Daniels type could gain him that credibility. Cody doesn't need that credibility. I'm talking about the the title specifically here. Mm -hmm. Gain some of that credibility going against a uh, Jeff... Uh, Christopher Daniels. Again, I'm I'm okay with Jungle Boy winning. I think because it goes back. I think to they I think they were capitalizing on the. Uh, That's exactly yes. on what happened. You know, Saturday. It, it go, yeah, it goes back to what the three of us were talking about. We believe the rocket ship is going to be on him. So now Cody, when he goes against Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy just loses by a very whatever it is. Or, or, or somebody interferes gonna, or whatever. Somebody interferes, yeah. exactly. He's still going to have looked good as he did last Saturday. So I think that was a good it was a good call having Jungle Boy. But I was going more I, more of the sentimental of, okay, let's let's use Daniels here, you know, start building on building those steps on, on guys like Christopher Daniels. To add credibility. What you were really doing is saying, what Ring of Honor guy can I put over right now? 
I'm hey, oh, yo, it's funny you say that. <laughs> you know, the guy I'm going to put over because you know, I know this is AEW show, but I am a Ring of Honor mark. I want to say congratulations to to the one and only Flip Gordon for signing yes. his contract, that's staying good, with Ring of Honor. I I kudos to you, sir. Um, I hey, as long as as long as into that company, and uh, sky's the limit for you, my friend. Listen, Flip's my boy. As long as Flip is happy and he got paid accordingly, I'm happy for him. Uh-huh. So, huh. and I'm telling you right now, I get, I would gather that he got paid very well because I know where his that- head was at not too long ago. So, and I think some things have gotten better there too. I think they're on their way in some sense, even though I, yeah. I know they're not working now. But when things get back and they're working, um, I think they're they're making some strides that maybe people haven't seen or know about yet. So, you know, when the time is right, we can we can go over all that. But for Ring of Honor, I think it's it was a good move. And, hey, listen, uh, whatever's best for Flip and whatever makes Flip happy, is that's what I care about. He's, you know, I consider Flip a friend. So um, I'm happy for him. Now put the TV title on him, and I want to see a title run on his ass. That's what I want to see. That's Let's what see. I want to see. You know, maybe a tag Don't, team round. And, and I'm very high on Dragon Lee. I love Dragon Lee. I love him in the ring. I think he's he's outstanding. Flip's but right. I want to see, I want to see Gordon flip Gordon get a title run. You know, you um, know what I think. I, I think the the you know uh, the one thing is with heading where, with where they're going to head. Um, even whether it's heel babyface really doesn't matter. You know, guys like Flip Vinny Marty. Um, that multifaceted could cut promos, do you know, do other things. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, Dragon Lee to me is the, you know, the uh, exciting guy that has exciting matches and you know could do New Japan, could do Ring of Honor, and have those exciting matches. Yeah. But to move on in, in other directions, uh, guys like you know Vincent, Vinny Marsalia, guys like uh, Flip, guys like Marty, um, you know Dalton Castle, Matt Taven. Uh, Briscoe's, you you know all the all the guys that yep. are multifaceted are going to become very important to Ring of Honor if they're headed where we we kind of think they're headed. Extremely so, important, Extremely you know, even important. more so as long. I, I I know how you know how impressive Dragon Lee's been. I know how impressive you know um, you know uh, Bandito has been over there, but you know uh, very similar. And, you know, the Lucha style and the masks and everything else, uh, you can't, to me, you just can't have too many of those guys. You know no, what I'm you saying? No, you can't. And I, and, and I think I think one Dragon Lee is there, not just with his See, talent. And, I, and, and I, think, I think Roosh is very interesting. I think Dude, he's, I love I think Roosh, he's a huge man. talent. Oh, but oh Roosh, my God. if anybody needs a mouthpiece, it's Roosh. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He does. And I you think know? that's why this low, that's why they brought in this low group. Bring back truth! Game. Bring back truth. <laughs> I've been mean, I miss truth so much, dude. I know. Um, you got the Los, the United States version of the Los, Los Angrobos, uh, faction. Los, Anger, Los Angernables. Yes, you got. You know now you have a United States version of that. You know, Roosh started, and the thing is though, people Los want to try Angernables. They People home. want to try to shit on that, but if you look at the original five, four members, um, the fifth was Naito, but the original four members coming out of Mexico, Roosh was a original member. 
So all you guys fucking making stupid ass comments about how Ring of Honor's got their own version of it. Yeah, original members started that douchebags. That's my well, I mean, because it started in Mexico, but most people don't really, you know, whatever. Um, you know, Naito is obviously the biggest name. That's right, in and he's the fifth member. But yeah, but he's the biggest name. He's the one who brought it to prominence, so everybody's always going to look at it that way. But anyway, um, moving on. Uh, Jungle Boy title shot. Yeah. Uh, so we know this match is coming. Um, is this? You know what? This is the one thing. Now I, I was flicking a little bit because there's things going on in this country that I'm not going to bring up on the show that I just wanted to check in on. So I was kind of. I was kind of flicking a little bit. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I was kind. Of, I'm just saying I was flicking. So is this is this match? This next is. Week. Oh, it's next. Okay, so it's not at the pay per view. So we don't know where Cody's headed for the pay per view. All right. No, we well, don't. all it, we know, all we know is Cody's defending it every week, and Jungle Boy's getting his first crack, the first crack at it next week. Okay, so. There's a way they can get back to Archer. There's a way they could get back to MJF. Yep. There's a way, yep. way they get back to Spears. There's yep. so many things you could do between on and end. Okay, so you know we know where we're at with that. Next segment, sir. We got the video package of the Stadium Stampede, and uh, you just saw the highlights of it again, yep. as you did towards like the beginning. And then you see Vicky come out, and I love this part, man. I was good to see her on TV. Um, Seeing her makes me think of Eddie Guerrero. And when I talk about my top 10 wrestlers of all time, Eddie fucking Guerrero is on it. Yeah, you love and, him. Yeah. And seeing Vicky, uh, I'm eating a uh, Mounds almond, almond Joy. Sorry, coconut's gone down the wrong way. And so seeing Vicky. You're supposed to eat it while I'm talking, not when you're talking. I know. <laughs> well, I was, and then you, and you, and then you um, piggybacked it over to me. So I'm sucking it up. <laughs> So, um, I you know thinking of Eddie and, and it was good to see Vicky out there and, and how close Jericho was with Eddie, having Vicky introduce every member of Inner Circle in her loud squeaky voice, dude. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was funny. It was good. You know, it was funny. I got a good laugh out of it, and I you know Vince hates her, hates having seeing her uh, on AEW, um, and, and he then fucked her over too. So I mean, oh, he did hardcore, man. And then, you know, the guys giving each other different exchanges of gifts um, with this pep rally. Dude, uh, I thought Sammy was hilarious with the... Uh, He's so funny. With the with, with those freaking trophies. Yeah. Um, uh, Santana Ortiz had a different element of funniness with cheeses. Hey, and I thought Hager stole the, stole the spotlight a little bit with that fucking poem. Pardon <laughs> my French, man. I thought he had... He was a little funny with that poem. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little in and out with the uh, inner circle humor. Um, sometimes, um, overall, I I'm dig I dig them, and I love the sex gods. Uh, I love them all individually. I think I think sometimes they they get a little goofy. They try too hard. Right? Yeah, it was just a, I don't know if they're I don't know if that's the shtick though. I think I'm almost getting the point like they're trying to be ridiculously goofy for some reason. I, I don't know that it's working the greatest because to me Jericho is just too good to be that goofy. You know what right. I mean? So right. that I, I think that's where you lose it a little bit. But to your point, I think it adds something with Hager because you don't see yes. it a lot, so it ends yeah. up being very funny. 
when yeah. he does it. Um, rather here nor there, I mean, obviously, uh, business would pick up. Yeah, uh, this is where you need to take over because you know these guys more than I. Yeah, so, man, uh, obviously. You take over from him. Obviously, we all knew Tyson was going to come out because we knew Tyson was there, is going to be in there in some former faction. And we Jericho also called him out during this promo. So it was obvious we were going to see Tyson, uh, you know, come out in this situation. Um, Tyson comes out, but lo and behold, he's got an entourage. He's got Triple C, Henry Cejudo, recently retired from the UFC, uh, two-division champion in the UFC, uh, one of the pound-for-pound best fighters in the UFC right now, uh, also Olympic gold medalist in wrestling. Uh, so that's a big get, you know, I don't know where this is all going. Well, we could speculate in a second. You got Vitor Belfour, uh, legendary UFC fighter. This guy has been in since UFC, he fought in the UFC and elsewhere since the UFC was in the teens. Like, I think he fought in like UFC 12 or something. The Phenom, like it was a kid knocking motherfuckers out. You got Belfour. You ever shot Evans, which the funny part was is, I'm looking, I'm like, I know that guy. It, it just, it, there's so much going on. It looked like him. Right? Yeah, and then later on, it was like, oh, it's Rashad Evans. And there, there's a couple other faces, which I, I, I really ever got into. I, I could be missing somebody because it, it was so busy. And you're yeah, kind of focused. The white boy fo- in the back. The white yeah, you're, you're, the ki- back. you're kind of focusing on, um, you're kind of focusing on Jericho and Tyson's interaction. And, uh, you know, they're doing their back and forth. Um, Cejudo kind of standing in the back. And the funny part is, what you have to realize is, Henry Cejudo is a two-division UFC champion. Hasn't lost in a long time. And beat legendary fighters on his way to winning these titles. um, And defending them as well. Uh, But he's he fights at 125 and 135 pounds. So he's like the little guy. So he's like standing by Tyson... And it's almost like, did you, did you get the sense that he was standing on his tippy toes? Yeah. Like, just so his face. <laughs> he could probably whoop everybody's ass in the ring, aside from Vitor, Tyson, and, and, and Rashad Evans. You know what I mean? But he, when he's yeah. standing on his tippy toes. And then you have Vitor there with, like, the backwards hat. And you got Tyson. And Tyson was way more, he was pretty engaged on the pay-per-view. I know all the haters out there like to use the one, the one fucking... You know, still photo of him yawning to make fun of AEW. Have have fun. You're clowns. Have fun with it. Whatever. Tyson starts ripping his shirt. And it wasn't like... Yeah, he's like ripping it. And it was like ripping in all these different places so he couldn't rip it off. So he's like ripping it. And then he just decided to like leave it on. And he's like, I'm just going to flex in Jericho's face. And Jericho's like, yeah, yeah, you look great. But I want to hear your thoughts about this. Two two things. Tyson actually pushed Jericho first, right? Yeah. Am I yeah. did I miss something? Well, the legend Jr. While they're going through the scrum, goes Chris Jericho made the first move on Tyson. He's not going to pull up with that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Again, am I watching fucking CNN? Like what? Wait a minute. What did we just see? We just saw Tyson push Jericho first, right? 
This is not what I saw. I think that's what everybody else saw. And I got JR saying that Tyson pushed Jericho first. Or, or Jericho pushed Tyson first. No, Tyson pushed him and then Jericho came back at him. Um, you get the, the everybody clears out from the back. Another name that was out there, uh, which I brought up to you, and I actually was texting with Edwards before I got on. I brought it up to him too, was Zach Carpinello, who Wow from the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I'm a fucking Jersey Shore fan. Deal with it. Uh, it's her boyfriend. Anybody who's watching, been watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation, they call him 24 because when they started dating, he was he was 24 years old and she's in her 30s, middle 30s. Uh, so it was kind of like a funny joke on the, on the show. But having said that, he's a pro wrestler. Uh, he's been a pro wrestler trying to make it. Uh, they've been at other AEW shows before, but I don't know that I've ever seen him involved with AEW. And then during the scrum, he's behind Jericho. He's wearing a suit and he's like pulling Jericho back. And he's a big dude, good looking guy. Uh, I've never seen him work, so I don't know, you know, I don't know about all that. But are they bringing him into the mix? Did they put him out there just to see if it got any reaction? People knew who he was or somebody going to use down the road. Uh, again, if he's wrestled on Dark and I missed it, I apologize. I don't watch Dark, so you can no, comment or tweet I me. I don't think he. I don't. Yeah, think I, yeah. I don't think. I don't think so. I didn't see anything where I saw him do that. So maybe this is you know something new they're going with, um, or you know who knows? Who knows what the deal is? But either way, you, you get a, a, a lot of celebrities in the ring at once. I mean, I have a lot of speculation what I think could happen. Uh, but, you, dude, what were you... I mean, what were you thinking while this was going on? I mean, oh, we knew Tyson was there, but we didn't know he had this entourage of fucking fighters with him, which is so... It was so cool. Like, I really... I really dug it. And, I, and listen, I, I don't know that you're going to get a perfect five-star wrestling match out of this. But given the circumstance we're in, and they just came up with the Stampede match, they may have some crazy shit. Who knows what they're going to come up with? Uh, they got something planned. Oh, I mean, they definitely do. I mean, you brought Tyson to the pay-per-view. All right. But when you bring him back to the show. Yeah, good the point. The next show, you're setting something up. Yeah. You know, you're, whatever it is, you're setting something up. Don't, don't you think? Don't you whether think... it's him to promote. Whether it's him to promote his charity boxing match he wants to do. Well, that's not even I, I don't set, know. set in stone. But, and they haven't talked about it. But here's the thing. This is the, my question for you is, does it make his appearance on the pay-per-view make more sense that it was almost anticlimactic? Yes. Because it was just like, all right, let's get his face out there. Let's see the reaction. Oh, we got a yeah. huge reaction for us. Now we have this plan. Let's put this plan into place. Yeah. Um, I, I was of the opinion that he did that because of... The idea that he's either going to box or have a charity boxing match or bare knuckle box, whatever's going to happen, nothing set in stone. Uh, we, right. We've heard things about Tito Ortiz, whatever, whatever ends up happening with all that. I assume that's why he was there. Whether it was a dual situation where he's trying to get in the spotlight and AEW's using him in the spotlight. Now I'm getting the sense that they were just introducing him to the AEW audience because there's more going on now, which totally changes the game. Totally. Totally. And it's just like, he, you know, we all know he likes, Mike Tyson likes wrestling. We know that. That's nothing new. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and so him wanting to get involved in, in this and Jericho knowing him and having a past. Yes. Uh, we setting, I mean, uh, what's, you know, 
It's, <laughs> it's like we're setting for some sort of street fight, the way it looked it, to me. You got right. Vitor Belfort, Henry Sudo, Rashad Evans, Mike Tyson. You got, I mean, like you said, there was a couple other guys there. I mean, I, you know, you, there's there's probably another fighter there that I'm missing that I really didn't catch his face or something. Um, are we going to get, yeah, inner circle versus Mike Tyson and, you know, four other pro fighters and we're going to have a fucking street fight or something? Bro, this is... This is AEW is doing cool shit right now. I'm sorry they and, just are. And, and, and the fact that they I'm got, actually I'm not sorry. I'm happy. Right, right, exactly. And the fact that you got this and this pot may happen is this TN yeah, we A AEW was main is mainstream during TNT. We get that. But adding this type of adding this type it's of publicity. figure, you're making AEW more mainstream than it than it is now. They're, they're doing something company, that they're taking this company to another level. They're doing they're they're doing something that that WWE has capitalized on is blurring the lines and getting some of the MMA audience. And let's face it, uh, Dana White has done that in a sense as well, grabbing a wrestling audience and bringing it to yes the UFC. So this is, I mean, they're not really breaking new ground by doing this. I'm not saying they are. Obviously, they're not. But I'm also thinking that they're tapping into another resource, which isn't great. And and, and they've been very creative so far in, in a lot of these situations. And I think they, they got some big plan for this whole thing. I mean, listen, they didn't, they didn't bring all these guys out there tonight just to have it be a one-off. Yeah, this is not a one-off. No. No. They're and and to me, there's seconds. nothing there's nothing you could do that would be that good where Jericho and Tyson are fighting one on one. Nothing. I mean, nothing. what are you gonna what are you gonna have? Mike Tyson's left hook versus Jericho's, you know, elbow. Judas Judas effect elbow. Like you might be able to do that to promote the the street fight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm gonna hit you with my Judas effect, and if you're still standing, I'll take your left hook or vice versa. Or maybe maybe Mike hits him with the left left hook, and Jericho's like, "If I hit you first, yeah, I'm gonna knock you out." You know what I mean? There's so many things you yeah. can do to yeah. build whatever the match is gonna be, or whatever the payoff's gonna be. But yep. introducing those other names and having them there, uh, they they're going for something huge here, I think. Yeah, they're bu- they're building off that stampede, clearly. Yeah, clear, clear, clearly. Not trying to state the obvious here, but clearly they're building some. They're building off state something. The obvious. Sometimes of people need to hear the obvious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And like I said, and like you said, like you, re- I'm going to reiterate, you know, what you said. You're not bringing these guys out there for for just this one night. You know, you had Tyson out there in the pay per view, like like we said. Now you got him coming out the next show after the pay-per-view. You're doing something. You're setting something up. And I'm curious to see how this folds out. And the fact that you're involving Jericho, dude, you're taking you're taking this and the company to a, a new level. Mm-hmm. There's there's going to be – dude, as we're on – and the case in point, as we're doing this podcast, I got my phone on vibrate so you don't hear it. I got an ESPN alert, right? Uh, eh, come on! I got ESPN alert. Uh, an hour ago, Iron Mike, comma Chris Jericho, mix it up. Yeah, that's there my you go. ESPN, 
That's there why ESPN go. Alert. So cool. there's there is going to be more eyes on this company. Mm-hmm. So so that's what they're going for, and it and it succeeded, and it's going to succeed. And they're just you know whatever they're the things that they're doing, it's working, and you know it's just you know it, it it's exciting to see because it's 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 something fresh, maybe not necessarily something new. We're talking wrestling; everything mm-hmm. is redone in a different form, of course. But no, it's exciting times and bringing Mike Tyson back after all those videos you saw him training. Yes, he still has his left hook, you know, at his age. And I wish God that. Almighty, 10 years from now, because he's exactly 10 years older than me, if I could look that fucking good at, at that age, my God. <laughs> you know, so. He's definitely, dude, um, he's definitely worked himself into amazing shape. It's pretty impressive, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I have no fucking clue where they're going with this. And that's the that's the fun part, you know. We, you and I, can sit here and speculate. It could go this way. It could go that way. Or they could totally turn it, and flip it some other way. But the fact is, we know it's going somewhere, and it's just going to be fun to watch. You know, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm, um, while you're while we're talking here, I'm kind of like uh, digging through dirt shits, and this this is kind of the point I was making before. And I'm just looking for one that gives an accurate account of the last segment. That maybe grabs a name we missed or something right. like that. Um, and most of them like are just like Mike Tyson and Chris. Mike, half of them not even saying that. Mike Tyson and Chris Jericho. Are, are we getting a match between them? And I'm like, do you realize Henry Cejudo and Vitor Belfort were in that ring? And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, what am I missing? Am I missing something? No, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I guess it's us. But I'm gonna keep trying here for a second because I, to me, they're um, we're I feel like we're just missing somebody. You know what I mean? Um, just that was in that scrum that might be the because you you assume that it's gonna be like a five on five situation. You think it would have to be a five on five? Yeah, that's that's the only reason why I'm 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 taking a look here. Uh, this one might have it because this seems to be pretty in depth. I'll give them a shout out if they have it. <laughs> I'm sure they would appreciate that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I thought, I thought the all hell breaking loose. Then you see Cody come out, brought a sense of oh shit, you know. You got Cody coming out trying to break, bring back Tyson. It was just, it was a cool segment, and and Jericho was just going crazy. Wants Tyson. Can I, can I read this for a second? Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't. I mean, these 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 dirt sheet dirt shit fucking guys act like they're some kind of like journalist or something. Um, so, music hits and out comes Mike Tyson. He's got a posse of dipshits with him. It appears they have drank his bubbly. I don't know any of these guys. One looks. If Robert Downey Jr. never recovered. Now, it's probably that weird-looking dad bod guy that was standing next to Tyson. So, this idiot from 411 Mania, which is another fucking dirt shit, nonsense, bullcrap site. Uh, this is this is how he explains um, Mike Tyson standing in the ring 
with three UFC champions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this again. Jesus. <laughs> Music hits, and out comes Mike Tyson. He has a posse of dipshits with him, and it appears they have drank his bubbly. Now, can I ask a question? Could you not have missed the, the reason for this segment anymore by saying that it was just Tyson with dipshits? There, there is life beyond pro wrestling. I know there's some people listening that have, I, I, you, you might be turned off by this commentary, and I apologize, I just have to say it. This is the reason that wrestling fans get pigeonholed as living in their mom's basement. That commentary right there. Because whoever wrote this article, and that's your take on what happened. First of all, you clearly missed the whole point of the whole thing. Tony Isero. I, I, you know what? I'm going to email this guy and be like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> like, are you, I mean, are you kidding me? That's I mean, listen, listen, I don't expect everybody to know who UFC champions are. I, I really don't. But do you really think that Mike Tyson... Just came out with a posse of dipshits. Not only that, are you listening to the commentary? JR's like, oh my god, it's Henry Cejudo! Oh my god, it's Vitor Belfort! Blah, blah, blah. And this idiot, Mike Tyson, came out with a posse of dipshits. Yeah. Oh Everything I'm seeing is only naming the big three. Evans, Cejudo, yeah. and... and Yeah. And, um, and uh, what's his name? Um, Vitor Belfort. Yep. That's so you got Tyson. Thing. So now, maybe... The thing now. Now here's the thing, though. I just, I'm just, I'm just looking at a tweet, right? Yes. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to read the tweet, and, I'll, and then, and then you try to guess the, guess her name. There is a woman who wants to join Mike Tyson's entourage. She just tweeted with the picture of Mike Tyson with all, with all the guys walking out. Um, the picture, and then she says, uh, she says that that crew needs a woman representation. That crew so, need, needs a woman yeah. representation. Yeah, yeah. This woman wants to join Mike Tyson's crew. Is it Ronda Rousey? No. Okay. Is it the other badass on the woman on the planet? Chris Cyborg. Yep. So, dude, it's getting different. It's getting more eyes, man. That's it's just it's so cool, man. It's just ah. Uh, and uh, FTR has a new shirt. Well, it, I mean, it's get, it's yeah, I did the see shop. the shirt. Yeah, it's pretty it's cool. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But but for this is the problem. You know what? A lot of wrestling fans are going to read this. Why didn't Michael come out with dipshits? And, and dipshits. Do uh, you realize what Henry Cejudo, the little hundred and forty pounder, would have done to everybody in that fucking ring, aside from maybe two or three, and they were the two or three standing with Mike Tyson, right? I, uh, Jericho trains MMA. Okay, let's see Jericho, who's way bigger, train with Henry Cejudo. Let, let, let's see that happen. Let's see that dipshit, that Olympic gold medalist with two, not one, two different weight division UFC titles. And, and he beat legends to win these titles. Legends in the UFC to win these titles. And you got idiots in the wrestling media, the dirt shits, Calling them dipshits. And they don't even know what the fuck they are. But Okay, you don't know Henry Cejudo. You don't know Vitor Belfort. You don't, you don't know Rashad Evans. What would give you the idea 
that Mike Tyson would come out to the ring with people that can't fight with him. <laughs> Could you not? I don't. This, I know I'm, these little things are burning my ass tonight. I'm sorry, and I'm going on these rants. I just can't help it. I just how stupid are people? Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make one more attempt to sift through this moronic wrestling garbage that they call sheets. Well, don't give them a plug because that's what they're. That's why they're doing what they're doing. You get cheap fucking plugs. I, know, I shouldn't even give him a plug. That's what you're looking for, dumb fucks. Dude, I I I was looking at when you were talking, man. I'm only seeing the big three, man. You know, so I don't think we. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying we. I'm just. There was other people there. Oh, there it was were. just there, it was I just so busy. Me. There was so much going on. Oh, and and the other thing, on. for some reason, my eyes kept drawing to the dad bod guy standing next to fucking uh Tyson. Yeah. And and it's, for some reason he looks familiar, but I can't picture who he is. My and you're right, the blonde was. guy in the background looks looks yeah. familiar too. Yeah. I, I don't know who they were. I, 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 if somebody told me there was somebody I knew, I wouldn't be shocked by it. But I'm like watching Tyson. I'm watching Jericho. But I'm also I couldn't stop watching Zudo. Like, like again, like he was standing to see over Tyson's shoulder, and he and, and he you got this moron calling him a dipshit. He could beat up everybody in the fucking ring. So then, and then he had Vitor who was right there, backwards hat going. Rashad, whatever. I, I, dude, I just. I was just waiting for them to start swinging. Mike That's Tyson, Henry Cejudo, Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, Brawl on AEW Dynamite, CBS Sports. Yep, Tony Khan has no idea what he's doing. Guys, no clue. Get, he's he's dumb. He all he all he did is bring dipshits. You know the dipshits on the dirt sheets don't get it. But apparently ESPN, CBS Sports, Fox Sports all picked up on this. Oh, amazing! Look at that. Uh, I'm just, I'm just looking through. And to see you it. got and the, the the crazy thing is, let that sink in, folks. ESPN's reporting on AEW. ESPN's trying to get in bed with WWE, and they're reporting on their competition. All right, all right. This all was right. fucking big tonight. All right, you are going to love this right now, and I, I'm going to send you this. And I'm also going to tweet it. <laughs> Marco Stunt <laughs> put oh, a picture oh, on Instagram oh, oh. of him and Henry Cejudo. Marco Stunt is probably the only person in the building that was smaller than Henry Cejudo. That's <laughs> he, hilarious. He, he makes Henry Cejudo like a giant. Like a giant. Maybe not a giant, <laughs> but definitely. <laughs> That's funny. It's actually very funny. Um. Oh, so let's see. Dan Lambert was there. Yeah, so they had they had some of the ATT guys, American Top Team guys, um, in the crowd. Okay, that the makes sense. Yeah. So maybe a little. Hey, listen, these guys. A lot of these guys can't fight right now, or are not fighting, so they need a way to make money too. It's a good thing. UFC light heavyweight champion Joshad Evan and Vitor Belfort, uh, former two division UFC champion who didn't lose his titles, he 
relinquish them after retiring. Henry Cejudo. Uh, yeah, it doesn't give you... It, it's, yeah, so, I mean, those those are the big names that were there. It, it doesn't it doesn't like give you another name, but I'm sure they're gonna, you know, either gonna do they'll do four on four, or maybe they'll be like the four of us on the five of you, or you know they'll bring somebody else in, or who knows? Maybe they'll you know maybe Sammy maybe get Sammy out of there, have him do something different. You know that might be a situation. Um, I mean, given you have MMA fighters, it makes sense that Hager would stay involved. You know, right? Yeah. So. Or maybe you bring a guy from Bellator that could have, you know, uh, you know, fight Hager. I don't know. Hey, listen, there's a lot of things. It's just cool. There's just something you could do with it. It's it's a different time. They're coming up with new ways to be creative. Um, given what they pulled off with the Stampede match, I could see them doing something very cool with this. Uh, when they said Mike Tyson was there, there was nothing in my mind that thought I'd see three UFC champions standing behind him. Yeah, no doubt, man. No, I agree. And, 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 and know what it is, too? It goes back to what you're saying. They're trying to build their brand. You know? Yeah. They, get, they got an average between 700 and 900,000 people viewing viewing their television show Wednesday nights. 700 to 900,000, anywhere in there, it, it, up and down. But that's been yeah, around late, the average. Yeah, late, yeah you know? lately, a little bit lower. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons for it. I don't think it's... And, 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 and so, you know... Of course, you know. Of course, do, do and, you think and, and do you, what's if the they way promote, to get more eyes on their product? Right. If they promote all these guys being back next week, I would expect. You know, uh, I mean, I don't think they're. You know, they're not going to go to a fucking you know two million rating, but no. you know, they've been getting seven hundred six high six hundreds, middle seven yeah. hundreds lately. You know, they turn around next week and have an eight nine hundred rating because. They pulled this off, and it gets even better, and it keeps people interested, and maybe and they bring some eyes back, maybe make, bring some pandemic. new eyes. Yeah, That's right. You know, they were in the nine hundreds before the pandemic. Then they ticked down to the 600, 700 range. You know, they're still kicking WWE's ass, but I digress. Um, you know, this gets more. I mean, put it this way: Yeah, people are not watching during the pandemic, but you know, those buy rights they had. For double or nothing, they broke they broke records, you know. Yeah. From what I read, you know, yeah. so they're yeah. doing something. They're doing they're, yeah, it they're, right. Doing, yeah, they, they they're building they, right. Listen, at the, at the end of the day, the show's entertaining. Um, you get we we crush things, we nitpick things, we 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 say things we don't like. We all do it. At the end of the day, the show's entertaining. They're being creative. They're being creative in a good way. Um, they're giving you something to look forward to. Uh, now. I don't think you're going to get a ton of crazy surprises next week on Dynamite. I think what they're going to do is they're going to build on what they built on today or tonight or last night, whenever you're listening, it's a couple days ago. Um, They're going to build on that, and then they're going to, you know, probably get to some of the stuff they didn't get to tonight also. And that's kind of been their MO. They kind of, like, come out of a show, have a bunch of surprises – Give you that story, bring yeah. back some things you weren't thinking about, yep. you know, build again, and then have another show where you get like really cool, big show, a lot of surprises. It's almost like a roller coaster ride with them. It, se- yeah. it seems to be part of the MO of the way they're building the show, which, right. again, you don't, there was guys we didn't see tonight we would have liked to see, but it, it seems to be the way they do it. Um, 
And listen, what they do with Archer and what they do with Brody Lee is very interesting. I, I don't think we can minimize that, but I don't think we could really talk about it until we actually see it. See it. Yep. And the thing was, is uh, we, I, I don't know watching it when I was watching all that cool stuff happen that I was missing not seeing those guys either. Not that I'm not saying they're missable. I'm just saying I enjoyed the show. Well, and it lot, yeah. it, it, again, they get to the point where here's the pep rally, which you assumed was going to be the big, the payoff for dynamite tonight. Cause they've been promoting it the whole time. Um, and you had the, okay, pep rally come. We haven't seen Tyson yet. So, all right, that's where we're going to that. At that point, I'm like, holy shit, we're at the pep rally. We're going to see Tyson at that time. I'm like, it wasn't apparent on my mind that we didn't see Brody Lee, that we didn't see Lance right. Archer, that we didn't see Jake the Snake. You know what I'm saying? So right. when I'm watching it, it just that's that's just discussing what happened afterwards. And let's see where they go next week, bro. I, I, I get, I'm pumped up. I can't wait for next week. I can't. I can't. And honestly, I can't, I can't wait to see what they trickle out during the week because they're pretty good about that too. Yep. Trickling out just enough to kind of wet your beak a little. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to see what's going on, you know, uh, um, you know what they bring out, what they what they definitely they start showing you what to expect for next week. Uh, dude, I just, you know, you gotta exp- you gotta think that Archer will be part of it. You know, we already know Cody's going against Jungle Boy. My guess that's gonna open. I would I would have to I believe that would probably be your opening match of the evening, and I think it's gonna set the tone for the rest of the show. You know, uh, Cody's another another going to put on another good match. I think Jungle Boy, as we've already discussed since last, you know, last Sunday, you know, he's on, you know, that match with MJF, man, that 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 put him on the map, you know, yeah, hundred percent. And, 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 and this and this is just going to continue that. So that match is going to set the tone for what to expect for a, a show that's setting up for Fighter Fest, and we don't know if, when that's going to be announced. And I have, I think I, I think they don't know where it's going to be announced. Is one, right. they don't know where it's going to be. Two, I think they're holding that to their vest. Is maybe they could get, they're going to try to get half a crowd or something mm-hmm. like that. There, you know what I mean? Again, I know I'm speculating, but that's, I, 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 I think that's what they're, you know, trying to gun for. You know what I mean? So well, plus, you got to, you got to think, you got to think about too. You have the elite right now that. They they used the Stampede match to, and you know, we talked about this, uh, whether they would move the Elite away from the Inner Circle and then go back to it later whenever this, yeah. whenever Blood and Guts, or would they keep them intertwined? They seem to be moving away from it uh, for now. For now. What they're doing, well, what, and, they're, and obviously Inner Circle's in another huge program. But that leaves you, okay, so... You have the two tag teams, and they're obviously headed in different directions. The Bucks are headed to whatever's going on with FTR and, you know, Butcher and Blade and whatever else. And then you have the tag team champions, Omega, um, Hangman, obviously have to defend their titles, um, work on their own situation. I think I think that's going to start playing out more again because we haven't seen a lot of it lately. Yep. Then you have Matt Hardy. A lot of ways you could go. A lot of ways. A lot of different things you could do with Matt Hardy. Um, a, a, a tons. Obviously, Moxley Cage. Uh, we'll see what happens between Wardlow and MJF, and and all that plays out. <coughs> they they set up 
a lot here to kind of get yeah. them to kind of you know build. They're gonna build to this pay per view that slow burn that they really didn't have the opportunity to do for double right. or nothing. Although right. it came out to be a very good pay per view, right? And I yeah. think they're I think we were invested in most of the matches. They now have the opportunity to build, have those slow burns. Um, and there's so many other guys, you know, do you, I, I mean, imagine Archer, what if Archer comes back against Hardy? Uh, Dude, sign me up. Right, right. And, and that could be his spot that, you know, keeps establishing him as that big hit. Or even Brody. Um, who knows? There's there's just so much they can do um, by taking the inner circle and putting him in this program with, these outsiders, in a sense, they opened up so much of the other roster to do other things, yeah. and yeah. and yeah. literally go away from. I feel like they know it's been repetitive to no fault of their own, but I, they're now get. They're, it seems like they're trying to move away from that repetitiveness yeah, and give, give you some give you some new angles. And yeah. you, the inner circle versus the elite, could always go back to it when when yeah. the time's right. No problem. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. And and by keeping the inner circle together in this big program, um, even if you break up the elite, in a sense, to do their own thing, the inner circle is still, they've always, since Dynamite has been a thing, they've always been together. And they're keeping that that whole, like, together thing uh, going. And what, one other point I, I want to say about this, and this has nothing to do with AEW or pro wrestling, but I'm going to say this right now. Mike Tyson looks phenomenal, and I've watched oh his videos God. of him. It's, he, if Dude. if you if you're not Tyson Fury, um, Anthony Joshua, uh, Deontay Wilder, top level stud heavyweight pro boxer right now, and you want to fight Mike Tyson, whether you're Ken Shamrock, Tito Ortiz, you know. <laughs> I mean, guys want to go put uh, uh, James Tony and all these other guys, and I get it. When you're a fighter, I, you have a different mindset. I get that, but I'm looking at this guy Mike Tyson right now. I don't care. He could be 60. Look at it. Who is fucking with this guy? Now, listen. You want to go out there and fucking take an L to make money? I, 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 I Tito, whoever, it, it, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. There's. There's, you know, there might be a 5% of people that would beat Mike Tyson right now, but the other 95% are getting fucked up. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, especially in a box, you know, MMA fight's a different story. We get it. But in a pure boxing match right now, oh. woo, I'd be careful. I'd be careful. old man. Nope. I'd I'm be careful. I would be careful. That left hook, that, no. Good. I'm yeah, good. I would. I would good. be careful. Mike looks good. I, I'm. I'm. I'm digging. Really I'm digging. Good. I'm digging it. I, I'm digging what they're doing. I'm digging. It is, man. It's, it's the cra- right, Mike, Mike. curiosity. Yeah, you know all, all those, all those, uh, all those real fighters in the ring, other than Jake Hager. Uh, but you know, it, you know, all those fighters. He wasn't even near that shit. Yeah. No. 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 Here's the thing, though. And you got this idiot moron, fucking dirt sheet writer. Mike Tyson and his dipshits. Uh, can you can you take your head out from under a rock, please? Stop looking for Kylie Jenner nudes on the internet in your mom's basement and actually 
wake up and realize what's going on in the world. Unbelievable. <laughs> it burned my ass again. It really did. Anything else before we uh, wrap up? Oh tonight, man, so. we're I'm good. That was a good show. Exciting. I can't wait till next Wednesday. They build on something. Start building towards Fighter Fest. Hopefully, we get soon. We we start hearing when. You know, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking July. Um, that'd be my guess because that will take you to you know get to July. That gives August. Well, the the Fighter Fest so, is kind of that was the um, the charity thing, uh, yep. right? So. Um, I'm guessing, you know, whenever group outings are allowed is when it will happen. Um, but my guess is the fact that they're promoting it hard, they fully believe that that's probably going to happen before all out. Yep. So you're right. You're probably looking at July, late, mid to late July. And then that gives you, you know, six, seven, eight weeks to for prepare for before prepare for all out, maybe they even push yep. all out back a little. Who knows? Um, but man, you know, AEW's just doing the thing right now. They really are. They're just doing yeah, the man. thing. They're doing the thing. Yep, and it's exciting. Everything seems what well, button they're pushing is working, and it's just continuing. And I just I'm just excited for next week. I mean, it's you know, not one. It's another. I believe they'll be live again, but it's just something that's live. It's a sporting event. I'm missing my baseball and it's killing me. And uh, we're not talking about know, that. And it's just, uh, you know, hopefully they can fix that shit. But that's another yeah, story for another day. That's a story for another day. I, I, I just want to say before we head out, uh, once again, very excited Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Happy to be with you guys. Our, our third show. Third? Um, as in a week, we get three up because of two dynamites and a pay per view. Uh, your weekly Dynamite show, we'll have it for you here weekly. And obviously, we'll do the pay-per-views. And uh, once Ring of Honor gets back to work, we'll do some stuff with uh, Ring of Honor. We're happy to be back. And, of course, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Um, we're going to get to the White House nighty-night. But before we do that, I'm AC. He's White House. Good night, everybody. Nighty-night. Truth Podcast Production.